you flossing with the with the shirt, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's comfy. It's silky. Yeah. It's smooth. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> All right, Mike Davis, man. Usually, uh, when I have people on the show, you know, they got a fight coming up, but unfortunately, yeah. you know, just got the news that uh, you had to pull out of your fight due to an injury. Um, go into exactly, you know, the what the injury is, what happened, how did it happen? I'm not gonna injury is to prevent kind of like future future uh plans of attack or anything mm-hmm. like that because it's an injury that does need time mm-hmm. but it happened during training as everything always does this actually happened back in january early january about now like the 10th and i was trying to train i took a week off i was like all right it hurts let me take a week let me try and train later on it goes by i go back to training i was like let me drill let me see if it hurts Hurts during the drills. So, like, all right, one more week. I take another week off, go back, try to drill. I get through the drilling. We start to do a little more fluid movement. Can't do it. I'm like, all right, let me take another week. Now it's like three weeks go by. I haven't done a thing. So I go. I'm training with uh, Poirier, and it's like January 25th, somewhere around here. Probably literally, like January 18th. Training with Poirier, I get cradled. Hurts can't can't like i scream it hurts so bad so i go um they the coaches saw me they tell me to go get x-ray go get done and i do and the doctors tell me that's an eight week recovery eight to ten week recovery they put me on uh notice so i can return as soon as possible but right now i'm kind of just chilling getting fat are you are you needing any kind of surgery or is it just rehab no surgery no surgery no surgery yeah rehab nice and time I have to relax because movement hurts it. Movement just re, like re-injures it. All fighters, you know, go through injuries. You know, it could be big or small. And I'm pretty sure you're just like every other fighter. You have injuries going into fights. But this one must have been oh, yeah. serious to where you're like, hey, I need to take this. I need to, like, pull out of this fight. I need to take time off. I tried so hard to stay in. Like I said, this happened in early January, mm-hmm. and I have been trying. I wouldn't care if I only got two weeks to train or, or a week to train, but I see even now, even today, I still can't get in the gym. So, and that's just, that's been a month already. It's just an injury that I can't mess with right now. I go into the fight, and I and it gets hit or it gets hurt, and now I'm out six months instead of this couple couple months. Yeah, um, it kind of reminds me of like what you just said is reminds me of um, Macy Barber when she hurt her knee and everybody knew her knee was jacked up during the fight and she just continued fighting. You know, it's, you know, of course, fighters want to fight, but the coaches, you know, whoever's next to you needs to help you. Right. And and decide for you. Do you. Did you think that when you were watching that fight or did you feel like just let her fight, let her get through it? I did. I watched the fight and the way that she was limping and the way that she couldn't put pressure on, she screamed when uh, Roxanne, that's her name, when Roxanne put her against the cage to take her down, she screamed. She let out a very loud scream and I feel like that right there, you should have stopped it. Um, That's considered like a verbal tap when you're in a lot of that much pain to yell out that hard. Um, She went from a partial tear to a complete tear. And now she's out for a while. So and like you said, you said like if you went into this fight with this injury, you could have been out for like a year. And you know financially, yeah. 
That's devastating for a fighter. It's completely. Completely. So, you, but, you said eight weeks, you know, you could get actually back into training after the eight weeks? Yeah, so I'm hoping to actually get back into the cage in April. Okay. A long camp. As you know, the two UFC fights I've had, I have eight days total in, in training for them both. So, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for whenever. I'm always in shape. And not right now, but I will be. <laughs> Let me just get back in the gym. They said I can get back in in March. Uh, after, I think it was March 12th. So, I'm going to see how I feel then. Try and get back in the gym and train for like a month and get right back in there in April. How do you go about not gaining weight while you're not actually training? You know, I've always wondered about that. But some fighters, they're naturally gifted, you know. Like genetics, is they don't really gain weight too uh, yeah. easily. So, it's all diet at the moment. I just have to... I want to eat everything, but I do have to watch what I'm eating right now. Because, like I said, I'm relaxing, I'm gaming, I'm taking, I'm, I can walk, so I take long walks. Mm-hmm. Um, can't really jog too much, can't really do much else. So, uh, I take a long walk, walk maybe like 10, 15 miles. It keeps a lot of the weight down. Drink a lot of water, and then try to watch my carb intake. It's so easy to just sit on the couch and uh, start turn on that TV, right? And just like. You oh, gotta yeah. keep food out of your house, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but um, they—they've yeah. offered me this guy twice, and mm-hmm. I hate—I hate to pull out. Mm-hmm. The first time, I did not agree to the fight, so I don't take blame for that. I—I mm-hmm. I was caught with um, MRSA mm-hmm. right like a week before the fight in Copenhagen against Danny Henry, and I was lucky that he pulled out to, due to injury. So then I could also be like, "Hey, that's actually perfect," because it probably would have been beneficial for me to fight. I was going to fight. So it wouldn't have been beneficial. So I was like, you know what? I'm out. Then they offered me someone else without telling me. And they're like, hey, Mike, you're fighting this guy now. And I was like, wait, wait. I have mercy. I can't. And they're like, oh. So then they had to take it back. And that's when Brandon Davis took up. Congrats to Brandon Davis of taking that fight. So the same guy. Um, now this time is an actual legitimate me versus him. And I had to pull out of this. And I do apologize. Uh, it's not something I want to do. I never want to pull out. But, I mean, health comes first. And this fight is a good matchup. Uh, he's a striker. I'm a striker. And uh, I don't know. I think it would be fireworks. I think if someone, someone's getting knocked out. I'm thinking like the first round. Well, I think that it's smart to, you know, pull out, man. I, don't, I, I never blame a fighter for pulling out of any fight, man. If it's if – because fighters are there to fight, man. Like, they need to make money. And if something must be yeah. very, very serious to where they're pulling out of the fight. And, you know, when you go online, do you go online a lot? Do you check it out, like, see what people are saying? Because right now, oh. the news just broke, but you've been hurt for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I actually saw comments recently, and they were talking about how I'm just scared and this and that, and how I always pull out of fights, but this is the second fight in my entire career that i pulled oh third okay third fight in my entire career 28 fights that i pulled out of um and it's not me it's not like hey i go up to the coach and be like hey i don't want to fight the coaches that's their job they watch me every single day they see me train they're like hey look how's that how's that leg bothering you how's that arm feeling doesn't like you're throwing it very hard um how's it feel let's go get checked out today and that's what they do and then they're the ones that watched me train and saw that I can't do anything. And they're like, Mike, you need to get checked out now. And then when I came back with the results, they're like, that's it. We're not letting you fight. We need you at 100%, and you're working about 40. We can't take this fight. And that, they came to me with that. And I 
can't really say no. They're right. They are 100% correct. So I just go with what they say. I was watching a, a, something previous uh, that you did, and, and you, spent, you, you talked about you spent 10 years at Custom Models Gym in New York. Mm-hmm. And like, I was blown away by that. And I, wanted you to ask, I just wanted to ask you, describe that <laughs> experience. Because describe the time over there with, in that yeah, gym of killers. Yeah, man. So actually, the gym isn't, isn't full of killers anymore. It's just mm-hmm. full. The coaches are still there. Kevin Rooney was still a coach. He was Mike Tyson's coach. He became my. Uh, when I was about 14, I was getting bullied a lot. I was in ninth grade. I was very small. I was probably like 5'1". Uh, I got picked on. I got lifted up. I got put against the lockers. I got thrown around. I was tiny. So I went. Uh, I couldn't drive. So I drove. I rode my bike all the way. I think it's 13 miles to Custom Autos from my house. And then I talked to Kevin Rooney about being bullied and that I don't want to fight them because I'm scared. To, I'm scared of confrontation. So I didn't want to fight them, but I wanted to know how to box so I can say I know how to box or they can see that I know how to box and will just leave me alone. So he actually let me train for free and kept me underneath his wing until he became at a point in his life where he wasn't able to teach anymore. And then Ernest Westbrook took over, which I kept learning from him. I learned the peekaboo style and I stayed there until I left New York, and then I came and uh, continued training, and then I continue my training of that specific style even today. Boxer yeah. lifestyle, you know, you you were going through that for years and years and years. Like, how different is that from your lifestyle now as an MMA fighter? I don't know. It's not too different. Hmm. Um, it's kind of the same. Same. I don't hate it i don't i I mean mixed martial arts saved my life because i started mma i think at 16 and that's what changed my life i was supposed to go hang out with a couple friends they went and did some they did alcohol they're drinking i did alcohol (laughs) they were drinking and uh, i chose to go train instead of hang out with them and that night they actually were arrested for armed robbery and I know that I would have been with them. They're, they're my best friends. I would have been driving the car, hanging out with them, doing something. But instead, I was training. I was learning BJJ. And at 16, I didn't have a gym. We were just at a, a little moose lodge. And we had rope stabbed in the ground with some poles, uh, some cardboard on the floor. We were watching YouTube, learning jujitsu stuff and practicing it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I started MMA. And it was something I loved. I love it. I love it. Man. I, I, Sport. Yeah, man, I love that. I love that story. Uh, everybody has a start somewhere. Now, with the boxing, you know, training there and 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 under Rooney and and learning everything from him. And le- what have you taken from that exactly and kind of implemented it into your game, which have been which has been very effective in in the cage? Power, uh, the Power. turning of my hips, mm-hmm. disappearing. Um, not staying still, uh, able to able, being able to cut corners real fast, and that's something that I've taken and implemented it into MMA. Uh, I do want to hold that title of best boxer in MMA, and I've been told that already. But I want it to be like world, you know, that I am the best boxer in MMA, and then I want to take a boxing fight against someone big in boxing. Well, I think that's a possibility with with Zuva boxing supposedly. Yeah. 
you know, coming yeah, up. So that up, maybe, you know, 100%. I 100% want to be in there. Who, hey, who, if you could, who would you fight? Like, there's, you know, in your weight division, in boxing, who would you like to go in there and challenge yourself against? Triple G. Oh. I think Triple G would be a fun all one. Right, That'd all be right. fun. This is a test. I don't think I do that bad. Yeah, you got to go big, man, with uh, Triple G. <laughs> um, I noticed that uh, last year you went to the Tiger Muay Thai tryouts, right? And uh, yeah. and I, I believe you won the tryouts. Um, oh, why did you end up going back to the States? I thought it was uh, – didn't you get like a year scholarship or something like that? So the thing is, um, yeah, you get a year paid for by Tiger Muay Thai. They pay for training. They pay for accommodation, food, and they cover your visa. For one whole year but the thing back then i won i had a round trip ticket i never planned to stay i thought it would just be fun uh, my friend of mine was over there training and he said hey they're doing a free trial if they do them once a year uh sent me the application he's like just try out um put it in and this is like a week after the tryout application date ended and I, i'm surprised they still took my entry but they took me in i went over i never thought that i'd win i thought very rigorous or they would keep it to Muay Thai fighters only, but I didn't know how I was going to go. So I came unprepared, um, didn't train or do anything. I just showed up and surprisingly I stood above everybody. Um, I did want to stay and I do want to go back mm -hmm. at the point in time. I did not have the funds to stay there. Yes. They cover accommodation. Um, they cover a type of food, but I need to be able to, to do my own stuff because uh, there are days that, want to train or i can't overtrain. they they train like three times a day so i want to go and explore and i didn't have any money I had, well very little amounts so i had to come back i had to fight again and then i was going to go back which is what i didn't do after i fall in october well that I should have that's to say that you went over there you didn't prepare yourself and you went and tried no. out and all these <laughs> other guys are like probably been training for years to go to the tryouts and with the scholarship and you just basically on natural ability went in there and did the damn thing right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was definitely a learning experience i learned a lot of discipline while i was there i learned different techniques i learned what heart is i learned to push myself to a limit and then I had to dig down and find even more. So it definitely opened my eyes up a lot. So going there for a year, um, probably something I'm definitely going to do, even if it's not covered by them, I might still just go out there. I did talk to the trainers out there and they did say I'm welcome back. And uh, whenever, just come and um, they'll work with me. Well, you went back. You're at American Top Team. Just mm -hmm. endless and endless amounts of talent and and coaching and and everything there you know probably the biggest team in the world How, you know being one of the guys at the biggest team in the world uh does that give you more of a fire in your belly instead of just being one of the top guys at a smaller gym um i want to be one of the top guys at this gym okay which being here and training with people that are at the spot I want to be, they, they're all champion organization. They got Risen, Bellator, 1FC, uh, UFC. There's people fighting. Um, Combate, I think, is the new Brazilian one. Yeah. Yeah. They're 
people everywhere and they're champions in these and they're all training together. So honestly, I'm sitting here training with people that are at the top of my weight class division, like Hinato Moicano. He's been ranked number five, train with him every single day. So when I go against, what's this? Yeah. Ranked. I don't think he's ranked at all. It feels like nothing. It feels like I'm fighting a nobody. You're just still out of the UFC, just the low rankings. I'm not even, I think I'm ranked like 100. There's nothing. I'm going with someone who's ranked number five and I handle myself against him. So to fight someone down low, I'm very, it gives me super confidence, like insane confidence because I handle myself with a top five, which means I belong in the top five. I belong up there. That's how I feel. I train with Dustin Poirier, who's be in the 145 champ and I train with him every single day. Just, you got to see the people I train with is they're where I am. I want to be They're doing the things I want to do. And I really, really appreciate being here. The coaches, hey. there's so many of them. Who are the, the main guys for you that kind of you've attached yourself to? Um, King Mo, mm -hmm. Dean Thomas and Mike Brown and Steve Mako. Okay. So the main ones I stick around are Mako um, and Dean Thomas. Those are the two that I stick around big time. That seems like it's the dream team right now, <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dean Thomas is like an expert. He has a fight IQ that's beyond anyone else that I know. He just knows how to maneuver people, how to how to engage, how to strike from any angle, how to finish fights. And that's what he's teaching me. Also, him and Mo, they, they have their comedians, yeah. right? They're yeah, yeah. videos <laughs> that they're putting up. They're they classics. Like, they like like, have, when we look back 10 they, years from now, we're going to look at those videos and be like, these are classic videos. <laughs> oh, they're so funny. Fun of people while they're trading, they have fun. And as like showing up, I know I'm working, but, I get to laugh. I smile. It doesn't feel like work. I do this every day. It's just something. It's a hobby. It's, it's. I see my family. It's like all my people I train with. They become family and friends. And it's just I'm going from house to house, just hanging out. Phenomenal. I really. No. It's just MMA sport. It's, it's what we do. Yeah. Um. So April is when you want to get back. Um. Yes. Is there like a a, a card in April or May that you're looking at? You're there's not even a, thinking about it. Card. Or? April 18th, I already requested to have tickets to go up there. It's at the Barclay Center in Brooklyn. Okay. And I have, that's where I'm, I mean, I'm from New York and I can bring people in, like hundreds of people from two hours away up upstate where I'm from. And I feel like that would be really cool to have my family and, oh, my family's down here now. All my old friends <laughs> and high school, all those people just be able to come down and see me fight. Uh, that would be honestly fantastic i'm just hoping i can be healed and ready by then if not i guess i'm looking past it well hopefully man but you do I, get back definitely ready that, definitely ready to get back on in. that date i do recall them saying that they might push this for an extension so when i am healed i'll be fighting giga as well mm -hmm. just in a further date it depends on his accepting <laughs>